Welcome to the Leadership Lessons Podcast. These series are hosted by Arvid Bhatt, a triple accredited master coach and expert on the leadership brain and personality. He's worked with over 500 CXOs of multinational companies. Besides his work as an executive coach, he's an author and public speaker. Every episode contains a 15-minute masterclass with in-depth knowledge and a practical case study. Follow our series and become an expert on leadership yourself. Welcome to the Leadership Lessons Podcast. Episode 5. Hierarchy. Welcome back to the Leadership Lessons Podcast. I hope you're experiencing this series as a pleasant way to learn more about leadership. Please send me your ideas and suggestions for upcoming episodes using podcast at true-leadership.com. Today I'm going to talk with you about hierarchy. It's one of the most interesting subjects in relation to leadership. There is a large group of people in the world stating hierarchy is a social concept or construct. But they're wrong. In fact, they couldn't be more wrong because there is even a neurotransmitter in our brain linked to this concept. It's called serotonin, and like oxytocin, it's a crucial element in understanding leadership. Serotonin is what makes you feel safe or unsafe. In this series, I bring back all these concepts to its most basic and best understandable form. So picture a horizontal line of serotonin. If it's low on the left, you feel unsafe, and if it's very high, on the right side of the line, you feel very safe. Well, this neurotransmitter is something we have in common with lobsters in the old days. Over 200 million years ago, to be precise. But still today, scientists can experiment on lobsters and get the same results with serotonin as on humans. Basically, and this is even more true for men than women, if you are higher in ranks within a group, you'll create more serotonin. So, hierarchy is crucial for us to feel safe. If we are low in ranks within a collective, we feel unsafe and with that insecure. But being a leader makes you feel extremely safe and secure. Try to feel that for yourself. Have you ever given a speech or lecture? Did you feel extremely insecure just before the start? And what happened as soon as you stepped upon the stage and started talking? Most likely, you calmed down and felt good. You felt powerful and strong. And you might actually enjoyed it. Well, that's very understandable when looking at serotonin levels. I've worked with artists for over a decade and they felt this every single day. When you look at the crowd and are a bit nervous about you being good enough to perform, you will experience low serotonin levels. You feel insecure and unsafe. And from the old days, that's a proper response. Because this crowd could literally kill you. As soon as you step on stage, you experience their support, applause and attention. You are on the top of the hierarchy instantly. Their serotonin levels will respond and make you feel good. And that's why you will perform very well and even enjoy it while it lasts. In leadership you'll find a benefit of a low serotonin level. Yes indeed, it will make you feel unsafe. But with this comes an incredible sensitivity. 
People in a leadership position, especially in times of crisis, need this element to enable themselves to analyze and decide in short amounts of time. Being extremely sensitive will help them to estimate situations, feel the right direction to move in, and assessing people on their competence and trust levels. Imagine this company in critical times, when you have a leader feeling comfortable and safe, just taking his time and not able to assess quickly, he won't be able to steer the ship out of the storm. We need leaders to feel unsafe. That's one of the main reasons my third book will be called Leadership Hurts. Because rarely leaders feel good and happy. It's not in their biochemical nature. And if they would feel good, they wouldn't be as good in their job. There are more neurotransmitters affecting this, by the way, and I will address all of them in this series. Leaders can feel happiness and success, but it's always momentarily and based upon result and recognition. But more about that in a later episode. Back to the subject matter of this episode, hierarchy. On every level, on every place on earth, and in every culture, both in the human and animal kingdom, we organize in hierarchy. The best predictions for a higher position are competence and reciprocity. Often certain political groups will state it's all about power. But power and even violence can only bring you a high rank for a very short amount of time. If it concerns a dictator, but also in the animal kingdom. With monkeys, for example, a very strong and aggressive monkey can become the pack leader. He'll sit on top of the mountain and kill everyone trying to push him off. However, he won't be able to stay strong forever. As soon as he weakens even a bit, a few lesser and lower ranked monkeys will collide and reciprocally kill the alpha. So even in the animal kingdom, there is no such thing as a power-based hierarchy. Within the human side of things, I do agree that power corrupts, and more often than not, leaders will misuse power in any form to even further establish their position in hierarchy. This has everything to do with the ongoing need for new recognition and neurotransmitters like dopamine. That is exactly why good leaders surround themselves with non-threatening but smart and strong people helping them to keep away from corruption. For now, let's see what the main lessons are about hierarchy. 1. Hierarchy is with us for over 200 million years and is linked to the neurotransmitter serotonin. 2. Serotonin makes us feel secure and safe. Low levels will make us feel alert and sensitive for danger. 3. The best predictor for a high position in hierarchy are competence and reciprocity. 4. Hierarchy is not a social construct. However, it's indispensable organizing people in larger groups. 5. Corruption is an important risk when people stay on top for too long without a proper team of strong people surrounding them. Practical case study. A case study with Ursula. I'm a feminine leader and for that I'm not sensitive to power. The woman speaking these words to me is not the stereotypical woman you're imagining right now. She's very direct, strong, intelligent and successful. But not really nice, reciprocal or at ease. Within our coaching, I'm explaining some things to her about neurotransmitters. She's really excited when I tell her about serotonin. 
mainly because she recognizes feeling unsafe. Is that why you reacted as you did in the beginning of our conversation? I ask. She looks a bit surprised. When we talked about power, you really defended yourself with this statement about femininity. Now she's thinking about the matter. But I feel women are a lot more in connection with others and don't need hierarchy. It's this masculine concept. I laugh out loud and she looks a bit offended. Am I a stereotypical man? Are you a typical woman? Please explain. Now she's smiling a bit too. There's no such thing as a man or a woman. There are male traits and female traits. Research shows that people that are successful in your position tend to possess more male traits. So you'll probably feel a lot more comfortable in the top of the food chain than in a submissive position. Ursula is nodding all the time and writes down her thoughts. I recognize the comfort that a certain position gives me. But isn't that a bad thing? Is it? I reply. We talk a bit more about her experience and decide that by definition everything is good. Even if she has this biological urge to be higher in hierarchy. That means I bring the right competences to be sensitive and analyze quickly as a leader, she summarizes. Often acceptance and understanding of your inner self is an important step towards effective leadership. She works on her primal triggers when feeling unsafe and with this softens the negative side of her serotonin talent. Let's end this episode with the most important thing that came up. Leaders around the world show the same and typical neurochemical mix. It's not a bad thing, as long as you understand that every talent comes with a price. Understanding this will ensure optimized effect in a position as a leader. Thanks for listening, and I hope you join me next time when we're working on the subject matter of dopamine. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to like and subscribe to our iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud channels. More information on executive coaching and bookings can be found on true-leadership.com.